Hey y'all, it's Angel Victoria, the go-getter, your big sister and accountability partner. Welcome to We Win Wednesdays, where we win, 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 no matter what, in the kingdom of God. I'm going to be walking you through practical insights to live successfully as a believer in this lost world. Y'all ready? Here we go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, y'all. Uh, it's been a week. <laughs> and y'all know that I do practical. And I just tell you my experiences of things that I'm going through. And I love applying God's word to, to it to make me a better person so I can become more and more like Christ. And this topic right here, y'all, I don't know what happened, but... I used to be a very, very, very patient person. And I think the older I get and possibly the things that I've been through has given me less and less tolerance for certain things and certain people. And, uh, you know, patience is no longer, it used to be something that I valued that I had patience for any and everyone, but y'all, People are peopling out here, acting a fool. And you just, the hard thing about it is that just every day you just don't know what you're going to walk into. And I can say since Friday, I have been walking into some craziness. I had a dream that night, that Thursday, coming out of Thursday, that just bothered me. And ever since then, just certain things just start happening and it's it feels awkward and odd and weird but God is still good and I'm that type of person that I wait out I let things pan out unless I have to it's like it has to be different but I just allow things to pan out so I can see really what's going on because I used to not do that and I would just react and that's not that's not good to do and so I'm just waiting to see what God is saying. And in the meantime, I'm just being still. And I want to talk about um, peace because I really am a firm believer. The older I've gotten is that peace is possible. Peace be still is something that God or Jesus said um, on that ship to his disciples when that storm was raging and I can imagine like the way I see Jesus, like he is like this dope person that just came on the scene and started blowing the minds of people. People didn't know what to do with them. People didn't like, how, how can somebody like this tell, tell a storm to stop or somebody, you know, who is he? You know, and I, I can see him just like peace, be still. Like shaking his head at the storm, like you have no right, no territory here, you know. <laughs> I just look, you know, people get offended because you say you feel like Jesus is gangster. But I think Jesus was truly like, like either gangster or this like chill homie, like this chill, this dope dude that just was like, peace be still. And we say like, we say like, oh, peace be still. No, nah. I need y'all to go listen to. Uh, Vanessa Bell Armstrong saying, peace, be still. Like, this, I think that uh, song, and I I wonder if y'all noticed. I don't know if y'all noticed, but every title that I do here, because for the goodness 
of Trayvon Diamond and all my fellow KPMM um, family. This is a, a radio station that, you know, um, is you just explores every part of gospel music, right? Um, and so I just wanted to name all my title songs <laughs> because I love music. I am a singer. I'm a songwriter. I haven't done any writing in a long time, but I still lead worship at my church. But, you know, my, my, my veins run with music. You know, my family's, my family, they, we sing all that. And so I, I wanted to do that just because I'm not up here singing or I'm not playing music on my podcast, but I wanted to contribute <laughs> to the family. And so, peace be still. We all need it. We all want it. We all desire it in the world that we live in now. Mental health is a a big thing. It's now talked about. It wasn't talked about, but it's a big thing. And I'm grateful that we're able to talk about it. I'm grateful that our men are exploring it and understand, starting to understand it and get help. I thank you. I thank God for allowing people to be able to realize what's going on, that something is happening, happening mentally and um, traumatically when that happens, that we can not just seek um, counseling, but we can still come to him. We don't ever want to edge God out with our egos feeling like other people can help us and not him. That's what ego is. We edge God out, E-G-O. We edge him out. And we got to realize that he is the ultimate mind changer, the ultimate mind healer. He is the ultimate one to bring peace to our life. Everything else is his information. And so I'm just grateful. Talking about this subject um, has, you know, started this week because it started helping me this week because I had to sit down and I was like, what am I going to talk about? And then um, I thought about my week. And like I told y'all since Friday, everything's been popping off, how chaotic it has been. Even yesterday, I got outside of character. Yes, me, outside of character. Um, At work, you know, came to work. It was feeling odd, feeling weird. It was very, very busy. And it's not even actually the Christmas um, like next week is when everybody's like hustling, bustling to get gifts and everybody's late. But this week people, it was just crazy busy customers, um, just craziness that the odd things like customers that just, just want to bother you and just act a fool, you know? Um, so all that was happening what yesterday and, you know, you know, yeah, yeah the day before. And so, um, even I got into an argument, the main thing of me getting out of my character is me. I was arguing with the FedEx man and he comes in every week. He wants to play games every week, um, do stupid stuff every week. Um, just not follow our rules as our business, but wants to do what he wants to do. And one thing you don't do is you just leave somebody's packages without us really clearly um, cl- I'm checking them in. And one time, you know, he did tell me, hey, I'm going to come back and I'm going to check them. I'm going to get these and blah, blah, blah. And he did not come back, leaving people's belongings out like that. We can get in trouble. And so he tried to do it again this time. And I said, no, it ain't going to happen. I was already helping another vendor. He wanted to leave his stuff there. And I'm like, no, sir, ain't going to happen. 
So he begins to raise his voice. And, you know, I stay calm for a long time. It takes a lot to get me to raise my voice. All of a sudden, homeboy <laughs> caused me to raise my voice. And the customers were even in shock, like, wait, you know, because they're, they're, you know, they come all the time. But I raised my voice and just let them know what was what. We're not having this. This is not going to happen. Get your packages or leave. And, you know, he was like, he was basically in shock. But I was just disappointed that I allowed myself to get there. I didn't allow the peace of God to um, just take over. I didn't allow him, the peace of God to uh, be a witness in my life. I didn't. You know, and I asked God to forgive me for that. And I was going to apologize to him today. But he was on his phone the whole time. You know, so I was just like, I guess I'll do it another time. <laughs> but, um, you know, just chaoticness and all, you know, just not having, being able to sustain peace in your life. Um, then my, the, you know, yesterday my boyfriend got into a car, a car wreck and having to deal with that and help him work through that mentally. He's never, you know, he was at fault. So he, um, he had to deal with that, you know, and, and that's difficult on somebody when they've, you know, never had that situation happen. And then. He and I, you know, not t talking it out. It was kind of difficult with that as well. It's kind of like we were at odds a little. Um, and it's just like, what in the world is going on? Where is my peace? And then we're preparing also for our Christmas. I know everybody's probably preparing for their Christmas uh, programs at church and things like that. I'm over ours. So dealing with that and last minute dropouts and um, just trying to get it all together and fulfilling everything. It's just been all chaotic. And I'm like, God, I need your help. Like I came to the point where I'm driving in my car and I'm just like, God, I can't do this on my own. I can't, you, you, you're going to have to step in and you're going to have to help me because this is driving me nuts. Okay. And what I realized in my pastor's wife, she taught on, you know, Jesus, you know, hope is born and Jesus specifically came in the midst of darkness to bring hope to us. So I started thinking about all the things that Jesus has come for. And one of those things is our peace. He wants us to have peace in our lives. And we don't realize that it is possible, you know, to, for peace to continually be in our lives. It is possible because Jesus came to be our peace. He is peace for us. He is the peace that surpasses all understanding. He truly is. And we feel like, oh, you know, just, you know, I'm going to maintain my peace. I'm going to maintain my peace. But y'all, do y'all real? I, I don't even know if we all realize what not truly having peace in our life is like, is, is it, like what it really, really feels like. Can you, I, I can't, I, I need peace. Imagine if Jesus didn't come to be our peace. Unfortunately, we have a lot of people who, you know, take their lives because of things like that, because they can't find peace and they can't find hope. They can't find a reason to live and they can't find joy. And so they, they end their lives because of this. It's a serious matter. And without Jesus being our peace and us not finding him, it's chaotic, just like my week has been. And possibly you're going through some things that you just can't find peace. I want to help you understand 
why Jesus came. And as our peace, the things that we benefit from him being our peace. One of the things I noticed when I was driving, I was talking to God is that peace is doable. Peace is doable. Why is it doable? Because I believe every Jesus came, he was born. We can really celebrate his birth. He came, he was born, but we often, for, we and we don't forget, but we, we, he, he also walked this earth to show us what we can do and what is possible for us if we have him. Now, mind you, every scripture that I, sh- that I shared that, or every scripture that I had, um, that I've read about peace is connected to Jesus and who he is. And we can't have peace without him. That's why earlier I said, y'all, it's good to be able to have therapists and counselors. Thank God for creating people like that on earth that we can go to. I go to therapy. We can go to them, but the, the, Real, true peacemaker in our minds for us to have total, complete peace that surpasses all understanding because therapists and counselors help us understand what is going on. But God even surpasses the understanding, right? He makes peace in our lives for us. And it's doable. And watching him, when he did miracles, signs, and wonders, or he did something, or he said to some of his um, disciples, you know, do this, blah, blah, blah. He was showing them it's possible if you have me. You can do all this. Why do you think that when he left the earth and he had chosen these men, that they could do what they did because of Jesus? And he was letting them know what I do, you will do even more. It's because of Jesus. So that's why I say peace is doable. Peace is possible. Let me read you this scripture. John 14 and 27. It says, I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. So y'all know. I'm reading that from the New Living Translation. And I I read it from something else, but I'm just seeing this one. I'm leaving you with a gift. Peace is a gift, y'all. He's given us peace of mind and heart. So this gift, we are able to open on a day-to-day basis. We may need help opening this gift by going to counsel to see what's standing in the way of us even not doing it. But he has given us this gift, the peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So he's showing us. That's why I just told you. Thank God, yes, for ther- for therapists and counselors. But the peace of God surpasses all that. Counselors and therapists can't give you peace. They can lead you into how to maintain more. But they can't give it to you. Only Jesus can. He left it with us. Then so he says, so don't be troubled or afraid. He's telling us we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be troubled. Why? Because he's given us a gift of peace. (sighs) When I see stuff like that in the Bible, y'all, it makes me 
it's just unbelievable. Like, I think that's why people struggle so much with believing in God, because how in the world can you give me peace? I can't maintain it on my own and I see myself. So how can somebody that's invisible help me maintain peace? Because he's God and he used Jesus and he left it on this earth so that we can have it by his spirit. Come on. Ugh. Anyway, I'm just thinking about that and it makes me just not cringe, but just like, this is, that's freaking amazing that he left it with us. He left a peace of mind with us. He left us a heart, you know, a peace of, you know, of mind and heart. And it reminds me of the scripture too, you know, um, that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us love. He's given us power and a sound mind. It's doable. Peace is doable. Y'all, we can have peace. We can continually have peace in our life because Jesus gave it to us. And if we don't open up the ability to have peace and do peace in our life, you see everybody talking about, I'm maintaining my peace. I'm going to get my peace. I'm going to do whatever to have my peace. We can have it. But true peace comes from, from God. It comes from God. It's maintained by his spirit and his power. Peace is doable, y'all. We can have it. We can. The next one is peace is manageable. If we know that Jesus is given to us, he's given us the power and the authority to manage it as well. Let's turn to Isaiah 26 verse 3. Isaiah 26 verse 3 and it says, You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. All those thoughts are fixed, whose thoughts are fixed on you. So how do we manage our peace? He says we're kept in perfect peace, y'all, when we trust God. And we stay, our minds stay fixed on God. Y'all, peace, we, it can be steady in our life and it can be manageable in our life if we focus on God, if we keep our eyes steady on him and we continue to trust in him. That's amazing to me. It's manageable. We can maintain peace in our lives. If we, if we just trust in him and believe in who he says he is and believe what he says that um, we can have or, or, or we, what he says we can have, we can keep, we can continue to maintain that in our lives. If he says he's given us peace, we can maintain it. If he says he's given us peace that surpasses all understanding, we don't have to wait for something to understand it. We can just receive his peace that he's given to us and trust that that is going to resonate in us and continue in us. And then this third one I like too, it says along, uh, along with Christ, you can be the orchestrator of peace in your life. This is my favorite y'all, because I've said it before the past, I would say five years, I had to walk away from things that I love dearly and things that just did not serve me peace. 
And I still love it. But I had to. And, and, and it may seem crazy to people, but I want my peace. I've never been this person that just wanted to stay in chaos or stay in just environments where there were no peace. Like I said, I've, over the past few years, I have just stopped going where I'm tolerated. I've stopped being where I'm just tolerated. Tolerate, being to stay in places where you're tolerated is going to just make you aggravated, period. And either you're going to blow up or others are going to blow up. Somebody's going to blow up. Why not get out? Why not get out? Go to where peace is. And that's where you can orchestrate that. You take the steps out. Regardless of what it looks like or feels like, go where peace is. Let's read Romans 15, 13. This will help us. Romans 15, 13. It says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you, there it goes again, trust in him. You talked about that last week. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Walking away from things, you guys, at first you may not understand. And I'm going to talk about hope in a minute. But you may not understand it at the time, but then you begin to realize and regain your peace. As you trust in God. And then when you do it, you'll realize now that you're overflowing with confident hope. And this is through the power of the Holy Spirit. It may hurt to walk away. It may hurt to get away from things, but God will begin to open up things and you'll begin to experience that peace. And then you'll begin to walk in confidence and the hope by the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, my, well, I'll say this first. The children of Israel, they're walking. Our 40 for 40 is talking, you know, we're walking through Exodus, journeying through Exodus. And what I was, you know, I, I was as read as I'm reading, you know, they are delivered, set free from something and someone. And then they, God just opens up this big sea and they're walking through and it's it's a scary moment. We talked about this. this is a scary moment. But then all of a sudden the enemy's coming after them. And they're scared and they're looking at most like fool, why did you take us out of where we are? I'd rather be back there. But then they they so quickly forgot the stuff that they were in. And often we can do that to God. Start wanting to go back to where we were when he brought it we we forget what was going on in the turmoil and the just the craziness and the chaoticness that's a word that was there and that you know they were experiencing while they were there and we do that we go back to relationships that God delivered us from and set us free we didn't have any peace in I'm not just talking about romantic ones you you they, he delivers you from a job where it was chaotic and then you, you don't like where you are and then all of a sudden you want to go back or things like that. He delivers you from people and places and things and you want to go back because of some t- like a little shakiness. 
God said that he gave us peace and he will always, he left peace with us. So even in our hardest and roughest times, if we stay in him, we stay steady in him and we trust in him, we will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit, y'all. Peace will be with us. Remember, we can, it's, it's doable. We can maintain it even in the hardest times. We can manage it in the hardest times. And we can orchestrate peace in our lives as we trust in him and believe in his word. His Holy Spirit will overtake us and help us walk through trying times in the middle of those, in the middle of peace. You know, they say the most peaceful, peaceful places in the eye of the storm, in the middle of it. And it can be going on crazy around you, but the most calmest, peaceful place in the middle of a storm is right. Is, is in the middle. The most peaceful place is in the middle. And when we, it's like that with God, when we're going through craziness, that peace is right there in the middle. I want to talk about this last thing along with peace, because in this last scripture, it was talking about the source of hope. That God is a source of hope. And when we feel like we don't have peace, he is our hope. He is our source. And we can be confident. We can have confident hope in him. Yesterday, my pastor's wife was talking to us about hope. And that how hope and faith go hand in hand. A lot of people, again, you know, some people have taken their lives because they've lost, lost hope. They didn't lose faith, but they lost hope. And the thing is, a lot of, it's, it's, I'm noticing a lot of pastors and ministers are taking their lives because they are losing hope. They didn't necessarily lose their faith. They love God. They trust God. These people love God. But somewhere down the line, they have lost hope. And I want to speak to anybody who is a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm not talking about just in a pulpit. All of us are ministers of the gospel, whether it is in corporate America, in the behind the pulpit, serving on the parking lot in the church, working a regular nine to five, a mother taking care of her children, a stay at home mom, a stay at home father, a single mother, a single father a single woman or a man, a married couple. It's all ministry. Don't lose hope. Stay in the most peaceful place, which is in the eyes of God. When you lose hope, there's nothing else you can do. Don't become hopeless. Maintain your faith in God. Trust in him. Don't lean to your own understandings, but trust him. Doesn't matter what people say or think. Trust in God. She was saying that Jesus came at the darkest time. The most darkest, wickedest time. To bring hope. To bring peace to all mankind. The reason why hope and faith go together is because it's like 
faith, it says, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When people begin to, they can have faith. When they begin to lose hope, or they begin to lose faith, really, in a thing, or even in God, they become hopeless. The enemy is not after our cars, our families. He's not after our jobs, our money. He is after our faith. And the more and more you lose faith in something, you become hopeless. And when you become hopeless, there's absolutely nothing else. That's why you see people lose, taking their lives and you see people leaving the church because they lost faith. And some people's faith is still there. It may be itty bitty. But remember, God said he just needs faith the size of a mustard seed. God has major plans for all of us. We have to make sure that we know that peace is doable and manageable in our lives if we trust him. And if we trust him and trust all that Christ says that we can have and do, we can continue to orchestrate peace in our life. I hope and pray that you remember that. Go back over the scriptures I gave you. John 14, 27, Isaiah 26 and 3, Romans 15 and 13, and begin to trust God. Stay in faith, stay in peace, stay in hope, especially in this season. Don't let not having toys and gifts be the reason of you losing your hope. Put hope in God. He is the hope of glory. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Have an amazing day. And be filled with the peace of God. Bye.